Welcome to another episode of the Fins Up Podcast. I'm your host, Mort, and I'm joined by my handsome colleague, as always, Dan. How you doing, Dan? Mate, I'm brought to you by numerous things. Yeah. How I'm doing. How about you? It's a little in-joke. You had to be there. We did have to be there. Um, how are we I, feeling after the weekend's festivities? I'm glad I wasn't there, because... I knew it was coming. The minute we gave that penalty away, mate, you just you just knew it was... Typical Sharks. It's just, mate, it's a Pesma Sharks fan in me, but not for one second. Do I feel like we were going to win on the weekend? No, I didn't feel like we were either. I am actually surprised, though, of the way that that ended with the penalty at the end and the bad kick that we somehow won the 2016 Grand Final. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, when you put it that way, absolutely right. Um, Big before, week though, fun yeah, week. Yeah, before we touch on the game, let's. Go, I know you and I uh, released the podcast last weekend. Record breaking podcast. Of uh, yeah, we got twenty views. Twenty views. Thanks, yeah. mum. Up on um, I know we had that uh, podcast out about Craig Fitzgibbon. He actually has signed a three year oh. deal, and we parted company with John Morris. Now, before we go any further on this, do you feel it was the right? call to part with John Morris. Yes, yes I do. As we said last week, uh, I don't think the way we went about it was perhaps very good. As Cronulla do, we turn yeah. positives into negatives and only we could appoint the next up and coming super coach and uh, make it a negative. So I, I, I think I think absolutely but yes, yes I do. I think absolutely it was the right idea because if we if we left him in charge even just for this week He's got to do a press conference before the game. And the press conference isn't going to be about how you're going to bounce back or what are you going to do differently from the Roosters game. It's all going to be about John Morris being replaced next year. The post-game interview as well. If we win, it's going to be, a, well, is that an up yours to the board? And if we lose, it's going to be, well, did the board make the right decision? It's going to be another 19 games, 38 opportunities for the media to keep dragging us through. There's going to be other interviews with him during the year. If we go on a roll of 12 wins in a row and we're up near the top, his phone will be ringing from the media, asking for questions, twisting words. He had to go. And he, as, as sad did. as it is, because John's been at the club for 10 years. It's the DeBellum thing from the Dragons. They kept him in the squad. They didn't sit him down. And every single week for eight or nine weeks, the questions were all about DeBellum. Yeah. We can't have distractions. We're already a team that's probably not really looking good for the eight anymore. We need to be looking towards next year, and we'll talk about that a bit more later. It, it was it was the right decision. Like I said, it, it was horrible the way it went about. I think Morris's manager has a lot to answer for because a lot of the quotes that came out were pretty much the exact opposite to what Dino said. Obviously, the truth's there somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But and that, there was no way. His job wasn't tenable, which, which sucks. Yeah. But it's true. There, there's three sides to every story. There's John's side, Dino's side, and somewhere in the middle. And I have I, I do have to pick some things out with the media that I'm not liking at the moment. Danny Wilder's on Twitter saying, I've asked Dino to get in front of a camera and give his side of the story. Dino's actually reached out to him and asked him for lunch. And Danny said no. What's the difference between him standing in front of a camera or him going to lunch with you? You're going to ask him the same questions. Why not just do it? Mate, on Friday night, I messaged you and said that Dino's in Cronulla having dinner at yeah. the Chinese. Couldn't see who he was with. It was Andrew Webster. It was Andrew Webster. Yeah. That all came out next day. Now, you can't tell me that Danny Wyver can't make the short trip from Bondi mm. and he's fucking pad of losingness. Don't like that bloke just quietly. I guess that wasn't really yeah. obvious. And come down Cronulla and have a dinner. Dino would have paid. He would have got the story out there. But then he wouldn't be able to put himself on camera. Andrew Webster, who's an actual journalist, went down and got the story, reported it as it was. 
didn't get his face or his back in 95% of the shots, perfectly handled. I tend to think that Morris... How, how did you look at the interview before I, I go on? The, John Morris's interview? Yeah. Look, my heart broke for John Morris in that because you could see how distressed he was and how much the club meant to him. And as we said, he's been here 10 years. I didn't like the fact that he went to Danny Widler about it. He went to Danny Widler after his meeting with Dino on Monday and he's gone to Danny Widler again. This guy will only take one one side of a story and run with it. And if he thinks it's right, even if it's wrong, if Danny Wadler thinks the sky's red, he's going to convince you that the sky is red rather than having you know, a proper way to look at facts. I like the I liked the interview with Webster. I didn't really think that there needed to be things brought up from Todd Greenberg and all this other kind of stuff, but it was there and it did show how much of a germ that Todd Greenberg was. But for mine, I just feel that now the, the club needs to blanket it. We need to tell the players you're not to answer any questions. Do a Russell Westbrook. Next question. Just give it a couple of weeks. Let it die down. Whether we win, lose, draw, you know, fluke a miracle and beat Penrith, just let it go for the time being. Um, for mine, though, with that interview for John, I, I think, you know, uh, he, I was heartbroken. He just needed to speak to someone else. He did. Look, the interview was always coming and his story had to come out, so I'm happy that that's done now. We didn't need it festering for weeks, so no. in that respect, I'm happy. Danny Wilder is the worst bloke you could have spoke to. This is the guy that accused Ben Teo of stuff. It all came out true, and then he went up to him in a press conference like nothing had been there. The guy has no self-awareness, and it makes it all about him. He had to be the one. Didn't Look, it was going to come out some way. It came across as a sob story, as it had every right He's there, he's got his kids on camera, he's got his wife on camera. Like you said, Cronulla have to move on. John Morris can talk about it for the next two years if it makes him feel better. My heart broke for him too. It was horrible to watch. I'm glad it's done. Yeah, there, there was one thing I did like about that that interview was he was down there and he still, his kids still had the Sharks hat on and they were still kicking the Sharks footy around. And, you know, he did mention that his kids asked him why he's not working for the Sharks anymore. And that's, you know, that, that made me choke up a little bit as well. And we all know that Bomber was one of my favourite players. Mm-hmm. But we, we've made the right decision in the end. We have made the right decision as a club. And we do have to move forward from it now. There were some things in that Dino article that made it really interesting for me. Was the fact that he, you know, what's being reported by Chris Orr to one side of the media. And what's come out about... You know, in in the meeting they said, look, John, you've always had the inside running because the board knows you, but we have had to go out and see who's available and match you up against all the other candidates. And then they go out and say, oh, well, John's got the inside running. And that's a way to twist and manipulate the words to the media. And if Chris Orr has advised John Morris to get in front of the media and say that after a meeting, it would have pissed us off. There was the text message. Paul Kent has reported that text message going out from Orr saying, Hey, did you hear Craig Fitzgibbon's about to backflip on the Sharks? Mate, that that would have taken a 30-second phone call to Fitzgibbon going, have you backflipped? And he would have been like, no, I'm going down there to sign my deal today. That would have caught everyone offside as well. So there are some things post-separation that aren't painting John Morris in the best of light. And I think he probably needs to have a word to his manager about it. There is something that is coming out too consistently on the internet at the moment, which is just validating the Sharks' decision. Because a lot of people are turning around and saying, John Morris is going to be picked up as an assistant coach at the club very shortly. Not a head coach. No, an assistant. An assistant coach. And that's it. He is going to make a great assistant coach for the next five years. Yeah, I agree. And if he goes to Manly, I wish him all the best. 
Hope he goes well. Not against us, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about a player poach or anything either. Take whoever you want with you. I don't, I don't care. Take Chad. Move on. Please take yeah. Chad. I got more about him later, mate. Just, just hang tight, everybody. In terms of moving forward, what you said, we have to move on, is exactly right. Questions are going to come up for the next six to eight weeks before yes. the next story breaks. I guarantee you the second Cronulla announce a big-name player as a signing, this will all be forgotten. Yeah. All the Facebook groups will drop off. All these stupid petitions will go away, and we'll move on. In Someone end, called this the darkest day in Cronulla history. Yeah. Like we haven't <laughs> yeah. had a fucking drug scandal for fucking eight go years. Go back two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, there's 15. Yeah. They're ridiculous. Stay out of the Facebook groups is my best advice. Yeah. I'm happy, but we have some breaking news. We've got a hold of the one-page Yeah, John, Mor- John, John Morris turned up to uh, Cronulla with a one-page document to save his job. First of all, if that was me and they gave me the opportunity to present to the board, I'd probably have more than one page. I probably would have shown them every player that I debuted, how they've gotten better. Britton Nakora in his rookie year playing for the Kiwis. Showing the squad that we had and how we got to the finals. Still making the finals after Sean Johnson broke his Achilles. Not on purpose, but he did. Uh, his best season ever. Chad Townsend somehow miraculously getting our player of the year when everyone dropped off. I would have showed all the player development, all the pathways that I've put in, the structures in place. Not just a one-page document that probably just said... Well, we know what it's Yeah, said. we know it. We got it. We got it. What did you it's going to be brought to you by Rugby League Outlaws. It'll be out tomorrow. Check the Twitter tomorrow. It's just, this is big news. This the is. media couldn't get this. I'm happy with... I'm happy with Craig Fitzgibbon. The result, yeah. yes. Cam Serrato. Yeah, look, it's broken now that Cam Serrato wants to be a man of his word. For mine, that says to me that he is waiting for Penrith's blessing. Yes. Because this deal wouldn't have been done and we wouldn't have gone through five months of negotiations with Craig Fitzgibbon, who was handpicked one of his best mates to be his assistant coach. I think Cam Serraldo, the Panthers, the Sharks, Craig Fitzgibbon are probably going to let this die off a little bit. We might, you know, announce some re-signings. Um, and, you know, the other thing as well is, at this point in time, Penrith look odds on to win the Premiership. Yeah, they do. So he could, he could take his Premiership and then come to Cronulla with that experience as well. Lives around the corner. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it, it's going to happen. And this, this month, these months and months of secret negotiations wouldn't have just got... For, for Cam Serralda to turn around and go, oh, you know what, I'm going to live on my morals. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And people shouldn't be rushed. We, nothing should be rushed now. We've got we the head coach. Yeah, yeah, just because you've got the head coach doesn't mean you need to announce his support stuff. No. He's got until September. Josh Hannay wasn't announced until November the 4th. <laughs> exactly. So it's. I'm excited with the way it's going. I think you'll start seeing players re signing out. I've already seen this week. Talakai signed a two year extension. Yeah, I Cannot don't. Cannot believe he was off contract this soon. Yeah, I, well, I mean, he only signed a one year deal. Exactly. So he signed his one year deal in July and he was a free agent in November. Yeah, like... Exactly right. And it's not like he's played heaps of games. He played no games before re signing. Yeah. So huge news. We've got the inside word that there'll be another re-signing sooner rather than later. Two. There will be two re-signings sooner rather than later. But the other thing as well that's been brought out about Bomber, and I don't want to go into a kicking contest about him, but it sounds like he was very much a yes man in terms of Sean Johnson asked for 1.6 and he said yes. He went to the board and they said between four and $600,000 and he said yes. Will Chambers' manager rings him and says, do you want Will Chambers? And he says, yes. But now he doesn't know how to tell Dugan and Ramian that you've got a multiple premiership and state of origin winning centre to come in and put pressure on you. It should have been the easiest conversation on the yeah, planet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stop giving away penalties. Yeah. yeah. Um, Done. 
Uh, in terms of, though, like this story about Matt Burton, about how Cronulla couldn't announce who their coach was, I, I don't really think that story is true because do you really think Matt Burton turned around and said, well, Cronulla are a top eight team, but I don't know who their coach is. I'm going to go and get coached by Trent Barrett and the Bulldogs? Oh, absolutely not. They he offered knew him he a was big going, money yeah. deal at the Bulldogs. And good on him. He, he, can take he it. knew he was going somewhere to play first grade. He would have got that at Cronulla, but... The, the thing for him is it's closer to home, he's young, he still lives with his mum, and he knows Trent Barrett. Yeah. Better the devil you know to, to launch your career, come to Cronulla in three years' time when the dogs are still struggling, and you know, we'll turn so you into a national. Yeah, you can yeah. get our third premiership. Look, it's been a tumultuous week. The Sharks dominated all the news, which is great. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't go onto a rugby league page and not see our name on no, it, which is we brilliant. Led, we led every news bulletin. There yeah. were... Things going on in the world are just second to Cronulla, which is the way it should be, yeah. if I'm being honest. But I think it's we'll look back and this will be a very positive week, although right now it doesn't look that way. Yeah, and it, the other thing as well, people turn around and say the board could have handled it better. You don't know what happened. And as Dino said, people are acting like John Morris got the first opportunity to fight for his career on Monday afternoon. That's not true. He asked for a pay rise and an extension during covid he again asked for it in November. He again asked for it just before Christmas. He's had multiple opportunities to talk to the Sharks about it. And the Sharks have done their due diligence to go out and find the best possible person. And we found fucking Craig Fitzgibbon. Yeah, that's what's been like, lost we, here. Yeah, it has been lost in the media, hasn't it, Dan? It's awful. Like I said, I, my joke is only Cronulla could make the biggest positive of the last couple of weeks look like a negative. But when this all settles down, this will be the day where everyone thinks Fitzgibbon is a genius. Look... We we're not going to make the, we may make the eight this year. This year's sort of a write off. I want decisions to start, and I think Hannay hopefully agrees. Decisions start this weekend for next week. His side was picked for him this week, and that, that's fine. No one's blaming Hannay for any happens between now and the end of the year, anyways. But I think, and we'll preview the game in a minute. I think you start seeing decisions for next year, mm-hmm. and play, and that'll give you an idea of who will be where. Let's talk about the game. Uh, we did lose to the Newcastle Knights, twenty six twenty two. Now, I know that the team was picked for Hane, and Ronaldo Molotalo was out injured. But if you want to be a first-grade coach, and you've got a outside back in your 18-21, to 21 and you lose your winger, it is never a good idea to stick a second rower with less than 15 NRL games to his name in the centres and a utility on the wing. Now, fair play to Connor Tracy. He had an incredible game. Mm-hmm. But Jensen T, because I don't know how to say his surname, is a winger or a centre. You can't tell me we wouldn't have been better serviced, even though he's a rookie. Because the two rookies from Newcastle were fucking impressive. Yeah, they were very, very good. That Brody Jones or whatever his name is, yeah. he's, he was a killer and their winger was good. Yeah, he's beast, that young kid. Yeah. Love the headband too. Um, you can't tell me that that isn't a decision that he could have made. And I know it was squad continuity or whatever and T would have had to be on the bench. We didn't use Braden Trindle. He got zero minutes. Magulius got very minimal minutes. If you're going to name a bench, use it. Yeah. I, I wrote some notes here. Here now, we go. Everyone was saying about how brave we were. Kurt Mann and Blake Green were the opposition halves, and they beat us. And Jaden Braley is the opposition hooker. Callum Ponga spent two days shitting himself inside out. That's a, that's a quote. We sp- we spent 80 minutes shitting ourselves about Callum Ponga. We did. Every time he got near us, he tore us up. Now, this is a bloke who can blow teams off the park, but more times than not, if you contain him, he can't break out. 
we said, hey, mate, here's the inside run and go for it. And he had a, he had a really good game. He was man of the match, I believe. Jesse Ramian has got to get rid of this fucking chip on his shoulder. We get it. You went to Newcastle and they didn't like that you ordered the schnitzel. Fucking move on. He's come back to Cronulla. He's got suspended. Almost killed a bloke in round one. He's come back. Last week cost us a game with a six again that led to the match-winning try. And he's given away a fucking lazy inside the 10 penalty that again led to the match-winning try. Up till then, I fully admit he played really well. Looked like he came out with the fire. Looked like he used a chip on the shoulder for good instead of bad. But if he's going to come out and play like that, I guarantee you the second Will Chambers is fit and has a few games under his belt. Ramian's the one that's getting the fucking chop, and I would be 100% behind it. I wrote here, Braden Hamlin-Uelli, what the fuck? What's he done? Is he's a different a, player no. this year? Yeah. Has he come in? I know last year he lost a whole lot of weight, and they sort of said, look, this is year, year, the make or break for you, and he fucking played tremendously well. Different player this week. Yeah. I'd sit him in Newtown this week. I'd yeah. bring Frank Pella yeah. out without a second's thought. I would have done that if Aiden Tolman hadn't got suspended for the softest crusher in history. I didn't even notice. Nah. The guy grabbed at his shoulder. It was like, oh, you know, nothing in it. Penalty on report two or one, two weeks. That sucks. Pele's got a debut this week against the Bulldogs. I don't care if he's only good for 10. Brayden Twinwood didn't play a second. Yeah. Who comes in, though? You're going to have Magulius and Williams, who I thought Jack Williams yeah, played Jack quite Williams well the other day. Yeah, well, I mean, Wade Graham's going to be back, which means Jack Williams will go to the bench. Billy will stay on the bench. Teague will stay on the bench. Talakai's on the bench. Yeah, it's a four. I would bring Pele in, 100%. Yeah. And I would be dropping Ueli. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Um, Although, the problem is, no one from Newtown is banging down the door. No, they're, they're pretty ordinary. They were disgustingly bad they, the other they've day. Been, they've been flogged, won a really close game and had a draw. Yeah, that's not the Newtown well, they've been flogged twice. Although, this Newtown side is struggling because a lot of the Cronulla players are playing for Cronulla when they probably shouldn't be. I would strengthen them this weekend. I'd yeah, they're also, well they're also playing... For the Glebe Dirty Reds as well, we've got yeah, some players just, in that. It's a strange setup. It, it is, and this is one of the reasons. Like I love Newtown, and Newtown is now part of my heart because we won that premiership, and you know we won the state cup, and it's allowed us to blood through guys like William Kennedy and Toby Rudolph and Talakai. But I really don't like the fact that we have to give Newtown players that they don't use. Yeah, spot on. Like Iro and Jensen too. <laughs> yeah, my new favourite player. I yeah. can't say his name. Have to be the centres moving forward. Mate, the, the, there was a story going around that Kale Iro was going to be named to replace Ronaldo, but we didn't upgrade him in time. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we upgrade him, although it probably sounds like that Chambers is going to take that spot. Look, that's fair call. you you got to... If you can get you Will know. Chambers, you get Will. And, and let, let's talk about Will Chambers for a minute because this is the kind of signing that we need. If you've got three or four... I've been told it's closer to four to five million dollars worth of salary cap off contract. You need a player like Will Chambers is going to cost you a hundred grand. Mm, because on. if you're going to get a player like Adam Reynolds, and if you're going to aim higher and get the, you need to get these veterans in there as well on the lower deals. You can't be having a veteran like Josh Dugan on half a million. You need your Will Chambers. You need your Kaolara, who's going to be, you know, if you had a look at the squad of one to thirty, and you were revamping it, Will Chambers is your thirtieth man on a hundred grand. Kaolaro as number 29 on 100 grand. Cole Patterson, 28 on 100 grand. Braden Trindle, 27 on 100 grand. Go and fill the rest of them up. They're the type of signings we need to make. Will Chambers is an absolute must for mine. It, he is a must because he brings all that talent, ability, and experience. Yeah. That back line that we had last week, Ted Wilton, Connor Tracy, okay, both played well above themselves. Had no right to. Yeah. If they're coming up against the Storm centres, 
they're copping 40. It's not even yeah. close. Uh, back to the game. I know we've derailed a little bit, but this was a strange game for mine. I think even if Morris was coach, I didn't tip us. No, look, we were never winning after this week. And even so, it just... We go... We, what, what's with Newcastle? They always fucking beat us up there. I don't get it. We used to flog them. Yeah. Every time. And, and the thing, as you said, Kurt Mann... Blake Green were their halves. Jaden Braley is their number nine. Their spine, the spine stinks. And yet, we just got bullied by him. We did get bullied. And I thought we came back. I thought we were assisted by a try. Probably shouldn't have been a try. Yeah. The, the Herodi one. Like the Toby yeah. thing was perfectly fine. And we had the the handicap of having Chad Towns and a halfback. I want to yell so loudly. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the highlight. I'm gonna say this: there was an interesting stat that came in the game because Blake Green kicked a 40-20 and it was the 16th of his career. So I went through and did a little bit of Chad Townsend too. So you're saying he's an eighth as good as Blake Green? That's not a, that's not a bad shout. If Blake Green and Chad Townsend swap sides last week, we'd probably win that game. I don't know if one was better than the other. I just like I, you know, Chad wasn't bad last weekend. But he wasn't good. And, the, you know, you, you turn around and you say that Chad wasn't bad. But he does the same kick. The same and, kick? And endo, like, just spiral it and give someone a chance to go on belt ponger. Over the last two weeks, we've been in positions to win two games. Yeah. Against a rookie half and a bloke coming off an ACL who's about 140. And with all due respect to Blake Green, he's a journeyman half. Yeah. Wouldn't make 14 other sides. Probably the Tigers, the only other side I don't think of. Maybe the Bulldogs. Three, we'll say three. I mean, the nice. Storm picked him up, but that was, you know, six years ago. Exactly right. Now, Chad Townsend couldn't get us home over Sam Walker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Couldn't get us home over Blake Green. Okay. People saying that Moylan doesn't do enough. Chad Townsend calls every ball yeah. from half. He's got the second most kicking metres in the competition because Matt Moylan's averaging about 27 metres. Yeah. Will Kennedy doesn't kick except the little Rollins and Jaden Braley kicked once or twice. That has to change. They've got to bring... Ray Grant comes back this week, hopefully. He's got to start taking some kicks. They've got to kick away. Okay, last week we kicked to Tupu and he kept bashing us up. And everyone told me it was tactical to kick to Daniel Tupu. If that's a tactic, no wonder Bomber got sacked. And if it is, it didn't work because he's running the ball back made over 280 metres. This week, we kept kicking the ball to fucking Kale and Ponga. I couldn't tell you who were on the wings for Newcastle. Kick to the kids. What the hell's going on? A normal half looks and goes, hmm, this ain't working. Let's try something different. Chad goes, you know what? Fucking let's keep going back. I mean, yeah, the, the rookie kid, we didn't we didn't put one bomb up to it. And maybe that was because Connor Tracy was the one flying through. But let Connor Tracy fly through. You don't know what he's like in here. This kid wanted to be the fullback. That's... Connor Tracy wanted to be the Cronulla Sharks fullback. Yeah, the off-season training. But I mean, even if you put a bomb up and Teague Wilton, six foot four and 115 kilos, steaming down at a rookie, probably could have dropped one. You're going to take a look if you yeah. see Teague Wilton coming at you. Or Wilton's going to thump him. Just, like, the tactics were fucking terrible. And the problem is, people think I have an agenda against Chad. I do. It's very true. Yeah. But for good reason. One, he stopped us developing players like Trindle. Two... If he takes up his player option, then that's 500k we don't have next year to get. Oh, out of I've heard his, I've heard his options very cap friendly. Well, that's good. I still hope he doesn't fucking take it. And three, why do you think he gets the ball so many times? Because he calls it. Yeah. And Braley doesn't have the experience to say, nah, fuck it, I'm going left, I'm going the short side. Because if it does end up negatively, Chad's going to say, we'll fucking throw it to me next yeah. time. Moylan's got to take a lot of the rap too. He's not calling the ball anywhere near. You go back to the year we made the. 
The eighth premium. It was all Moylan. It was all Moylan. He was first receiver more often than not. Okay, he doesn't have the speed anymore. If he's a faster player, he makes three or four breaks this week. Yeah. His ball playing is so far above Chad Townsend. He's playing for a contract. I think he's got to start fucking playing like he's playing for a contract. Yeah, the, the thing, again, with Chad coming in is... Fucking hate him. Yeah, uh, sorry, with, with Sean coming back into the team, it's you, you have a look at the pros and cons. Like, we're not going to drop Blake, Blake Braley because we invested our future in him by letting Jaden go. Yeah, nor should we. We're not going to drop Will Kennedy because he's been our best player. So we're going to drop... 10 try involvements this yeah. year. Second in the league in fullbacks. We're now at the point where we either drop Chad Townsend or Matt Moylan. And you've got to look at the pros and cons of both players, right? And the cons of having Matt Moylan is we still only have a half with a kick, with one kicking game. The pros of that is it's Sean Johnson's kicking game, mm-hmm. which is will get us out of far more trouble than Chad ever can. Far superior. The other thing that's a pro with... Matt Moylan is the combination he is built with Will Kennedy. The left side. Yeah, very, very those two guys play so well together and their link play and their passing that they have that they set up for each other is absolutely unbelievable. I can't think of too many pros that you have for Chad. His kicking game's not that good. His defensive reads are not that good. The defense is the real problem here because yeah, Moylan's making some good tackles. Uh, and a lot of people are blaming Jesse Ramian for shooting up out of the line, but you also need to have a look at times when Jesse Ramian shoots out of the line. It's because Chad's in no man's land. And it does make Ramian look shit, and it does leave a big gap on Ramian's man, and they do get overlaps, and Ponga runs through them. But Chad's run infield. So Ramian's got to push in, and then you've got another winger who's got to push in as well. For mine, and this is going to be come to no surprise for anyone, Chad goes. He has to go. Now, if you want to say he's got a twinge or something and needs a week off, play that game. I would park him in Newtown, put him at six and put Trindle at seven and say, you two, you've got two weeks to turn your shit around. Trindle didn't do enough for Newtown to demand selection the other day. No. So if Johnson doesn't come back this weekend, you're going to get the Townsend Moylan. Against the dogs, it shouldn't matter. But if you're going to take a punt... This is the fucking week to do it. If Ferris is fit, I name him. You Pele, can't name Ferris. Oh, he's, he's still he's, not available. No, but he's a development player. Well, well there you go, Jensen. Yeah. You name him. I'm naming Pele, Pele and I'm dropping Chad. I, yeah. I would drop Chad no matter who the fuck we play. But this is the week where you can take a punt. And if the Bulldogs beat us, well, the season's fucking dead and buried anyways and we don't deserve to win. I know they're not going to drop Chad. Moylan will move to 14, which I think is fucking useless because he can't play lock. And if you take him away from this, the Will Kennedy thing, Kennedy last year wasn't much good because we barely used him. Yeah. Moylan has been, obviously been training all offseason to use Will Kennedy, and Kennedy's been undisputedly our best player all season. And, and it's no surprise that in 2018, when Matt Moylan was our 5'8", Valentine Holmes had the year of his career at fullback because Matt Moylan knew how to link with him. That's it. It's been fucking useless since. Yeah. It's, I wonder it, why that is. It's not rocket science on what we need to do. But for some reason, this this glow about Chad Townsend is going to... And I'm really hoping that Craig Fitzgibbon is looking at, at our squad and just going, mate, there's got to be a better half out there. <laughs> there's better halves in the... There the is box. a better half out there that we are... Speak to, Daniel. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it comes off. E, brilliant. I think there's two halves we're talking to that are better options. Yeah, one is pending Sean Johnson changing his attitude towards the club. Yep, well, fair enough. Look, first and foremost, I think re-signing Johnson's pretty high on agenda at a wage that is good for us. Yeah. I'm over the time of Cronulla being the good guys. Fuck it. That doesn't yeah. win premierships. 
you got to you got to let players go if they're demanding too much money because there's so much in the cap and we're not even signing for next year. We got years and years of this yeah. to come. And and again, it, it moves into the coaching. We've got a coach who's just entering his coaching ability, so he's young. And if you get it right, and if you do right by him, you've got your coach for the next ten years. Oh, this this is a Bellamy situation, yeah. absolutely. Um, people saying, "Oh, he's, he's a rookie." Everyone's a rookie. Yes, yeah, everyone's. You got to give him the best chance to come in. I mean, I wasn't born a porn star. I was a virgin once upon a time. And you, it, you just become it, it's experience is very important. Look, there is there is talk, and there was a quote in today's paper that Chad Townsend is exploring his options. Oh I my ca- god. I can't see one club putting their hand up and say we'll take I can that. see a couple of clubs turning around and saying that they will take Chad Townsend. And I'll name them for you. Manly. Yeah, well, Foran yeah. isn't getting any younger. Yeah, and Cust and Croker are not that good. So I could see him getting a gig there. Wests. Yeah, I see the Tigers. I just I just can't see him. Can't see him leaving Cronulla. He's just set himself up there to be a pain in my ass for as long as... The future holds. And the thing Although is, it doesn't matter if he picks a two-year extension. So if he plays in the reserve grade for two years, he's going to look to England. He kept saying he has a young family, and I, I absolutely understand. But he's got 30 so other if, things if going So if you go to England for two years, you can be back by the time that your kids need to start school, and you can fuck off. Yeah, you can fuck off, which is a plus to everybody. Plus, you're going to get a lot more money than you're going to get anywhere else in the NRL. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was told is his, his option. Every, every year that he's re-signed apart from his ridiculous deal in 2017, has gone backwards. And the options for uh, next year and the year after factor in his age and how shitty he is. Well, because the be, money goes down be both years. Us. Yeah. The money goes... We, the one thing... I know this, this extension for the two-year option with him was disgraceful. And I just can't believe anyone in the club signed that off. But it does... It, it hasn't given him two years at the same amount of money is what I've been told. Well, that's good because ultimately he's not the future or the present of the club. Yeah. So I think it's time to move on. Fingers crossed. Speaking of moving on, there's also big talk that Billy McGoolis has all but agreed to terms to a Queensland club. Well, that doesn't upset me at all. No, he hasn't done anything for he me. He hasn't done anything. And for mine, we're in the Sorensen-Williams situation. You need to pick him or Williams. And I think Williams has far outplayed him in every single aspect this year. So. I'm a, honestly, if when we're full fitness, Jack Williams is probably our 18th man. And I feel hard saying that. He's because very good. Because Connor Tracy deserves the 14th spot, mm-hmm. even though we're not going to use him. He deserves that 14th spot. Aiden Tolman has done nothing to be dropped apart from being suspended. Then you've got Talakai and Hunt, who, I mean, I would probably give Hunt Ueli's spot. But he oh, needs that time to come back. Yeah. He does need that time to come back into the team. Um, so that's probably our best bench. And it's unfortunate for Jack Williams. But as we've seen in the NRL this year, Jack's going to play plenty of games. And if he just keeps his head down, he's a handy he's a handy player. He'll, he'll get another gig. I hope he stays with us because there is a football player in Jack Williams. There is. His handling's, he's going to lose the ball six times this yeah. week now. His handling's improved and he's not giving away the six Yeah, his again. discipline is... Uh, apart from them all being offside from that final kick. But it was a shit kick anyway. The kick was terrible, but the, the on the fifth tackle where he speared that guy and cost yeah. us a try, that stands out yeah. and does a lot of his good work, and rightfully so. He wasn't charged for that. I want to say this about the penalty, right? Because every now and then I get into my really nitpicky situations. Now, Chad kicked the ball. Terrible kick. Kalen Ponga catches the ball. Well, no, it was the winger that caught the ball, wasn't it? And then he tried to turn the ball inside to Kalen Ponga. 
Ponga nearly dropped the ball and then got tackled. The winger caught the ball 10 metres out. Ponga was tackled 25 metres out. The halfback, Blake Green, kicked the ball on the 20. So where the winger was first tackled, not where he was first touched. The penalty is supposed to be kicked 10 out. Now, it doesn't mean any difference, but Blake Green shanked that kick on his 10-metre line. If he shanks that kick on his 20-metre line back to the 30, we'll probably cover that. Yeah, we could. I, ju- I just felt like Cronulla were destined to lose Yeah, the minute... Game. I mean, that's just me nitpicking, right? <laughs> but the minute that penalty was... I turned to my mate and I said, okay, the game's over. Yeah, I, I was... Yep, same yeah. thing. I, I went to the bathroom and came back and probably scoring. Yeah. And they're like, oh, are you upset? I said, yeah, of course I fucking am. When, when, he, when, when Blake Green kicked that ball, my mate laughed because it was the shittest kick and I was like, just watch. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Mate, I've seen, I've, I've seen this script. I've literally watched us lose a game to Melbourne, eighteen ten, with ninety seconds to go. We lost it. Yeah, yeah, we can do anything. Yes, yeah. we're, we're incredible. We player. are the best team in the world. We're incredible. Let's talk positives from the weekend. Teague Wilton, Connor Tracy. Yeah, look, you know, I, me personally, I've already said what I would have done. I wouldn't have played Teague in the centres, but he ran for two hundred meters. He was brilliant. Connor Tracy, yeah, he was great. Con- Connor's. Mr. Fix-It this week, this this year. And I think yeah. that's his role moving forward. Yeah, there's a lot of talk that we're aiming for a utility from another club to replace Connor Tracy. I don't really think we should. If you can't get the player in question, then I'm not going to be upset with Connor Tracy. I, I, I just, you know what? In, in comparing the two in question, probably happy with Connor Tracy. Yeah, He's cheaper and he's here. That's, a good That's the thing, because you've got to have a look at how much the other player is going to cost us. Well, I wouldn't be spending more if we've got an option there. Yeah. I think Connor's earned a contract extension yeah, absolutely. because he's proven he can play anywhere. Yeah. And he's, he's had to play anywhere. And I really, really... And, and if anyone in our squad should have been affected by that John Morris news, it's his nephew, who was probably our second best player. Yeah, he's fantastic. Mm. Also, I thought on the weekend, Talakai was really, really <coughs> good. He was the forward that made the most metres for us on a technicality without T. Wilton being a centre. He just, he's a beast. Yeah. He's, un- he's untackleable. And he's come from absolutely nowhere. And I'm so happy we signed him for two years. And the other positive for mine is the development of Will Kennedy. Yeah. He's I thought he was player. our best. I thought different he was player our best. This, yeah. this year. Last year, we, we pretty much wrote him off. Mm. Um, but before anyone jumps on that, we've been his biggest fans for three or four years oh, yeah. now. So, sort of evens out. He's a different player yeah, this year. I mean, you and I have probably been to more New Newtown games apart from Cleve. Yeah, spot on. And we've seen Will Kennedy come through. And, you know, obviously, New South Wales Cup's a lot slower because Kennedy looked a lot... Like, any time he made a break, he was away. And that was it. It was That's a try. Um, but, coming on in leaps and bounds, he deserves a contract extension. He does deserve it. He'll unless, get one very soon. Unless a player like a Pappenhausen becomes available, I wouldn't be looking. No. I, I, I was always looking what fullbacks available. Yep. Who can we turn into a fullback? Stephen we named, Crichton. Yeah, we named Stephen Crichton, Jackson Ferris. We looked internal yep. Ferris or Jensen. I even said give Dugan the fullback spot yep. back. No, no, Not it's anymore. Kennedy's. No, it's, it's his to lose. But barring Pappenhausen coming across with Bellamy, it's it's Kennedy. Yeah, I, I agree. I I'd still very high on Manu at fullback. I know you're not. I wouldn't, I'm just not paying, very high I wouldn't be paying in the big money and I want to withdraw any positive comments I had about Stephen Crichton at fullback. Yeah. I was completely wrong. He's a fucking spud. Yeah. <laughs> he I, was so bad I, on I Thursday night. Um, Holy God. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he, fucking atrocious. He was really, So really frustrating bad. to watch. Um, the one thing that I don't want to get caught up in is, oh, new coach, shiny new players coming from all these other clubs and start throwing ridiculous money around. 
we're only a couple of pieces away from really pushing it because, I mean, the top four is not really set in stone. Melbourne, you know, that Melbourne are still up there, but they're they're behind the Panthers. The Panthers are the benchmark. Panthers are the benchmark. Yeah. Probably the Rabbits, then Melbourne and the Roosters. But those teams are there for the picking. They're interchangeable too because we saw Canberra fucking turn to shit the other day. And especially if we nick Adam Reynolds. uh, If we nick Adam Reynolds, Southstrop, we go up. Parramatta look good, but I still feel that they're not quite there yet. No, and they don't have enough cap. Like They're talking about struggling to re-sign 31-year-old Blake Ferguson. They're not going to improve next year. Um, Look, the Roosters, if Sam Walker's got a year under his belt, they can possibly get better. But you've got to think the Morris boys are going to have to hit that spot sooner or later. And they're probably going to lose Tupu and Ikevali looks like he's moving as well. Where's Tupu so, going? Uh, well, they, they just got no money to re-sign him. Well, so he, he was linked with Cronulla earlier, but I, I just wouldn't. Ronaldo and Katoa look like the way forward. Ronaldo injured 6-12. to 12. It's becoming yeah. a thing with him. It's the third or fourth time. And I mean, Katoa is not exactly... Iron Man either. And I'm not having to go. It happens. I will say this. If we can bring Daniel Tupo to the club, you bring Daniel Tupo to the club. Well, if you get an origin winger, then yes. Mark Guyer on Triple M tried to link us with Blake Ferguson. No. I wouldn't be signing anyone over 30 unless uh, they're... Adam Reynolds. Yeah. I, 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 I did hear that link with Blake Ferguson and someone said that it was the, 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 thought, behind, the thought process behind it was Blake Ferguson back to the club puts Ronaldo into the centres. Yeah, there's probably better players that I want to do I w- that for. I wouldn't, yes, wouldn't be doing that. For me. I mean, if we did sign Blake on a one-year deal and it was that one-year keep going, keep yourself out of you know, mischief, keep yourself... Out of 2 2 three, yeah, yeah, keep yourself clean. Um, but again, just reading the papers now that he, he was literally causing so many dramas between him and his missus that he had to go and live with Anthony Mundine and get coached by that fucking moron. Yeah, it's not, it's not a situation. Yeah, we not, can't get caught up in this shit. And... and not with a young coach. I mean, it just depends on what his relationship with Fitzgibbon was like, though. Because yeah, you've got to remember he won a premiership at the Roosters when Craig was there. I just, I just wouldn't be looking oh, yeah, backwards. No. I'm no. definitely looking forwards. We got, look, Jackson Ferris, if he ever delivers on this promise, is yeah. a real. Um, I really want that made a priority. Yeah. I, the, don't, I don't know if he's going to, though. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, Kale Lyro is another one that you've got. Jensen, um, there's three players there. Oh, but there's also Janiah Lualua, who scored four tries for Newtown. Yeah, he did. Every time I went to refresh, he scored another try. Yeah. Trindle missed four kicks the other day. We scored four tries to three and we're down. <laughs> Standard charts. They did, they did it. They um they fell behind, tried to come back, then capitulated late. It's just in our DNA. Yeah. It? But they, I mean, they capitulated. They did. It was 24-22 or something, 40-42. Yeah. so bad. But what we're trying to say is the next lot of decisions don't need to be rushed. They need to be right. Yeah. And there are some external decisions that the club are trying to make as well. If, if we get them right, this whole Fitzgibbon era that we're about to go into is set on the basis of a great foundation. It's, it's looking good. If we get it right, it's going to be good. We need to sign that marquee player, though. That needs to happen. We need to lock Adam Reynolds in a room and just say, now you know who the coach is. Do you want to go to the Cowboys? Do you want to go to the Broncos? Do you want to be a part of a new team that's coming into the NRL in 2023? Or do you want to stay in Sydney with a club that wants you and needs you? And is going to give you what you want. Yeah. We will give you that three-year deal. Makes we have the sense, money. Yeah. Well, they... I, th- I, th- so I think good. we'll get him. He I think so we'll... good. And I mean, just to just... 
just to take that 40 meter field goal shot. Like if we're down two with three minutes to go and we need Chad to take a 40 meter field goal, oh, I'm going home. It's not happening. <laughs> He's, not. He and Cleary are probably the only two being going to kick those field goals this year. I feel like Cameron Munster would jag it. Just he, because he's... A, he's Cam Munster, he'll flip yeah. something. And, and maybe uh, maybe Jack White too, he's a super boot. But no, I'm not expecting any yeah. 40 meter drop I, I, I just, I, like, when you say that now, someone said to me, oh, who are the halves that you think would be able to nail that 40 meter field goal? And I'm like, nail it, proper nail it, into the grandstand, there's two. It's Reynolds and Cleary. But someone who could just fluke you a 40 meter and run back like he meant it, it's <laughs> yes, Cam Munster. Oh, look, Luttrell, Luttrell could kick it too. I have no doubt. Yeah, Val, Val could probably hit it as well, but I'm just saying for an ass, for an absolute <laughs> ass, it's and he'll run back as if to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do it all week at training, <laughs> mate. I go back to the Matt Moylan attempt from 60 meters that barely cleared, cleared the halfway line. <laughs> he barely cleared yeah. the defensive line. I can't see he us kicking some goals this year. Yeah. Look, Reynolds is a must for me. If yeah. we can't sign him, then I really yeah, I'm looking elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, we make the most sense for him. Yeah, we do absolutely. Yeah. If he it's, doesn't want to stay with us, yeah. There's, there's, there's two players that make a lot, a lot of sense for Cronulla to, to go out and get for next year. Adam Reynolds is one, and Brent Naden is the other. Naden, absolutely. I heard a slink with Jaden Sewer. I don't, I don't know if it was a link or one of those. We should go sign him, but he's a player I'm looking at. Sewer, Jaden Sewer, absolutely. Yeah. The, Not a world beater, no. but I'm sick of conceding tries out wide, and he fixes a lot of those issues. Yeah, so does Kurt Capel, who's also been pushed There's by another one. But I mean, the, the two that make sense for mine is we're going to need a centre next year, and I know Will Chambers is going to be around the club, but I don't know if I'm going to be confident with 33-year-old Will Chambers lining up for us, 34 next year, lining up for us every single week. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he's there to just put a little bit of pressure on Rami and, and Brent Naden... It's probably a little bit better for us. Yeah, absolutely. And Nathan then it, showed he can be very, 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 very good. You just got to keep him off the bags. <laughs> and then, and then, tough, just, do yeah, don't, don't send him to my house. Yeah. Um, then we've just got to hope that Will Chambers can put the positivity into guys like Jensen, Ferris, Ronaldo. That's it. All the guys that are, that are coming through Kaylaro. If we let that guy walk, then we're Oh, stupid. it's another Curtis Scott situation if that happens. There's so much talent Yeah, but Curtis Scott's not that good. No, but he was at the time is what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got a premiership and he's better than BJ Lavoie, which is the only thing that matters. Now he is. Yeah, he, that's undisputedly better. There's lots of positives, mate. We've got lots of money. There's lots of players linked to us. And my fear is that we're going to rush into some signings. Yeah. I'm hoping the club just takes a step no, back. No, so I, I... Sorry, what were you going to say? Just take a step back and just get it right. Yeah. Any other year, I would have been shitting myself. There is one man at the club right now who makes me feel... So great about the amount of money that we have, the coach coming in, and how we're going to spend it, and that's Darren Mooney. Genius. I've yeah. Nothing but good things. He, he put our 26 uh, premiership winning season together. He was the one that turned around and said, We can get James Maloney for half a mil, and everyone laughed at it. He was the one that said, I can get Ben Barber for 300 grand while the Broncos play the rest of it. He was also the one that said, Let's get a 26 year old Chad Townsend back. I guarantee you he wouldn't have been the one that said, let's give 31-year-old Chad Townsend two years <laughs> in his favour. Far <laughs> out. Not oh, good. my God. Mate, we're getting close to the end of this. No, we've still got 17 minutes. Let's go. We, we haven't even spoken about the dogs I was going to say, we need to talk about the dogs on the weekend. I think we're going to be there. So anyone who wants to come see us on the hill, fuck off, leave me alone. I'm sick yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to <laughs> me. I've got my kids with me. Exactly. So um, are you confident? I am, because this Bulldogs team is dreadful, but last year the Bulldogs were dreadful as well and they took us all the way to the wire. They did. And but 
the the darkest day, the true darkest day in, in history happened against the Bulldogs. The Chad Townsend blown overlaps. Oh, that is true. Um, the demons are there. The other th- the the thing for me though that says that this team is has enough to handle the Bulldogs quite comfortably is the way that we have put the Dragons away, the way that we have put uh, the Cowboys away, and the way that we were able to score points against the Knights. That's true. Look, we're back at home too, which is good. Yeah, the the dogs can't defend. They no, can't. if we score enough points, yeah. Yeah, but the, the other thing as well is if we get enough pressure on their line, eventually it feels like the NFL where they're just like, fuck it, we've got to concede a touchdown to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's get the ball up the other end <laughs> Look, of the field, guys. They're, they're, they can't score points either. No. Nah. Two weeks in a row, they've got 18. Yeah, they have, but 18, we should score 30 against this side. At half time. Yeah. Like I'll be it should very, be like the Cowboys. It should be. I'll yeah. be very disappointed if we lose this game. But it just feels like the script is written because can we have won a game in about 400 days? And old mate Barrett. Trent Barrett's nearly <laughs> so a thousand days. If he loses this game, it'll be a thousand days. Now, fair enough, he had a year as an assistant coach, but it's still banter. Yeah, it's still great banter. So but I'm you, worried that we're going to ruin it. Did you see that someone. <laughs> Someone tweeted, and I'm pretty sure it was Boodoo. They said, uh, someone wrote on there, it's been nearly a thousand days since um, Trent Barrett won a game. And he was like, yeah, but how many days has it been since Jack Gibson won a game? That's true. In, uh, uh, fair call. It's, it's, it's how you look at things, right? Oh, that killed me. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. He streaks ahead, mate. That oh. guy, he just leads the way. <laughs> what changes would you make this week? You expecting uh, any? Yeah, look, the the change for mine. If Dugan, I'd, I'd probably give Dugan another week. I probably would. The HIAs. I'd, I I think Wade is a must to come back into the team. Um, Can't drop Teague Wilton. No, if Dugan is gonna play, then I'm probably gonna put Dugan on the wing, and Connor Tracy at centre. Yeah, fair call. Um, yeah, we're running low on wingers at the moment. Aren't we? Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, I mean, it says how bad is Nana McDonald going if we haven't even mentioned him and no one's mentioned yeah, him. Yeah, no, I don't think he... I don't even think he played for him. I think he might be injured now, actually. Yeah, um, I think I think Tracy will be in the centres and we will bring a winger in of some sort, whether it be Dugan or we give Jensen a debut or we upgrade Kale Iroh. Please, um, please do one of those. Yeah. Oh, I mean, even Nano, He can't be that fucking stupid. No, but he did concede four last year to the Baker. Yeah, that, that's true. Um... I'm probably going to give you Ellie a demotion bench. To the bench? <laughs> yeah. And because and, there's a way that you can counter that, and that's Toby to prop and yep. Talakai to lock. That's the way I would go. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Franklin Pele in the team. I, he's a must for me this way. I just. This, I, is, the, this and is the opportunity. The thing as well is that if our bench is going to be Teague Wilton, Jack Williams, and um, Billy Magoulis, that it is going to have a lot of. Like low impact type players, yeah, and there's no a lot of breakers. minutes there too. Yeah, so for mine, Billy's out because he hasn't done anything to warrant his spot, and Franklin Pele get, gets a debut. Yeah, I'm I'm bringing Pele in because the look his defensive game is is not great at the moment because the guy's 400 kilos of muscle. It's the but, Mark Hunt situation. Uh, Mark Hunt, it's the Royce Hunt, Royce Hunt situation. But we're, not, we're probably not going to need to defend that much against the Dogs. That's exactly my point. And the thing is, if like Hetherington is going to be suspended, mm-hmm. so there's their enforcer. I'm not really intimidated by Luke Thompson or Dylan Mallon. No, so I'm like we saw in the trial game when he took runs at people, fucking took runs. Yeah, at Pelé, people. Pelé leaves them hit. That's yeah. for sure. If they don't pick him this weekend, I'm going to be really, really disappointed. 
because every the stars have aligned. Yeah. And even if he only plays ten minutes, that's ten minutes more than they got out Braden Trindle. Uh, and the other thing as well is, um, I am dropping Chad Townsend. I'm dropping Chad Townsend too, whether Johnson's fit or not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's now out of the box thinking, but just put Blake Braley at half for a week and give Cole Patterson a debut. <laughs> Let's do it. I, so I, do I, something. Put Kennedy at five eight. I don't <laughs> care. Just do something. Yeah. Uh, tips though, Dan. Sharks. 13 plus. If we don't win by at least a double try figures. and some. Yeah, if we don't win by double figures, it's embarrassing. Then, yeah, I'm happy to sit the rest of the year out and just say sorry. Sorry for wasting everyone's time. Yeah, the, these are the games that are must win for us, though. Like, if we are going to continue this path of not beating a top eight team or capitulating against the top eight teams, you can't drop these games. No, you have to smash the shit teams and yeah. beat the teams around us. Absolutely yeah. right. You ha- it's what you've got to do. Um, and now the you know sides like Manly are on the same amount of wins as us. The Cowboys are on the same amount of wins as, the, as us. The Tigers probably should be on the same amount of wins as us. Um, you know the Titans are ahead of us. The Knights are ahead of us. The Warriors are ahead of us. Is a lie. Yeah, it's really. And I know I know the opening ten rounds we always said were hard, but don't make it harder for yourself. Oh, if Johnson comes back and we lose on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't make it harder for yourself. Like, get out of, you know, everyone joked and said, well, we'll be three and seven after round 10 because we're playing seven hard teams and three good teams. And then you wonder why we sacked our coach. It's exactly yeah. right. It's not the attitude. But, but be three and seven and then go and dominate the back end of the season. It's definitely doable. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll be there. So like I said, fucking leave me alone. Yeah. I can't drink. I'm with the kids. So. Don't talk to me. Oh, How are you getting there? Are you getting a cab? Or Maybe. an Uber? Train? No, no, yeah. I'm not fancy. We'll work it out on the day. Yeah, no, I don't have a big enough car to drive you, but I just wanted to know. Well, thank you, mate. That's nice. <laughs> Go and get the people's yeah, limo. You'll you be too, all right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mate, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun day, hopefully. I am looking forward to it. I really am. Um, but on that note, how about Moyle? How Fitzgibbon. Save us, Fitzgibbon. <laughs>